0: going guys. My name is Keaton and I'm just here to introduce you to the Forkner Road. So this is a podcast that me and my friend Kale started. We're going to be spearheading the project, but his twin brother Evan is going to be around to break things down for us occasionally. They're going to introduce themselves later in the episode. I just wanted to go over our mission statement before you guys started listening to the intro episode. So, we're here to convey a message of compassion and community. That's facilitated through discussions of philosophy and ethics. We value the truth above all, and the goals are to spread ideas that foster right mind and right society, as well as promote a lifestyle of nonviolence. So I hope you guys enjoy this first episode, and I'm looking forward to what you guys have to say about our conversation. See you later. We're coming to you from Camrose. This is my guy, Kale. Kale, say what's up. What's going on? Buddy. And then we've got Evan on the FaceTime over here. He's joining us from Kelowna. Say what's up? Hey guys um, So we're gonna be talking to you about a bunch of things over the course of however many episodes But basically we're just starting off with an introduction and help you guys get to know us and Introduce you to the topics of the show in general. My name is Keaton. I'm 20 years old. I'm from Calgary, Alberta I'm currently at Augustana in Camero studying a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Education with hopes of becoming a high school teacher one day. Um, when it comes to me outside of school, uh, we are basketball players, that's where we came from. We um, like to stay active, we like to contribute to our communities. Um, I do as much volunteering as I can, I've worked at the zoo in Calgary. I really enjoy just social activities, keeping myself busy, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, me and Evan are obviously both from Calgary. Um, I'm on the basketball team here with Keaton. I'm studying Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. Um, I'm really going to try to bring that kind of knowledge to the podcast if I can, really try to explore some nice psychological concepts and stuff, so. I'm really excited to do that.
2: Nice, yeah. Um, so, I'm Evan, um, relate to these guys, so I'm Kale's brother, um, so yeah, I'm 20 years old, I'm studying engineering at University of British Columbia in Kelowna, um, uh, my main interests outside of school probably like Buddhism, um, like psychedelics, all, all that kind of stuff,
0: yeah. um, so probably going to be mostly talking about that. For this first episode, we're just going to be introducing you to uh, what we're going to be talking about as a whole. So we just wanted to start off talking about what we wanted to get out of this podcast. Like, what did I individually want to do to start this podcast? So, in my opinion, the truth is something that everybody is entitled to. It's uh, something that everybody is searching for um, at all times. And through conversation, books, and other media... We are absorbing each other's opinions. We are um, being introduced to other facts, to other ways of thinking, and I feel like that conversation, that uh, having the conversation between two people, is how we develop further ideas on uh, topics that we're studying right now. Yeah, I so. think that's
1: a that's a good point. Like conversation is key obviously that's why we're like doing the podcast format I exactly think it's like you can learn a lot just by talking to people so that's really like i think what's inspired us all to do it is just from talking with each other and realizing that we can learn a lot just by mashing our heads together i guess yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. i was thinking the same thing that like um honestly mostly this just helped me sort out my my thoughts and my ideas just kind of bring it all together and mm-hmm. Honestly, if we could help someone do the same and facilitate a bit of conversation, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's exactly. always nice to bounce your ideas off someone. To yeah. Figure out if your ideas make sense because
0: there's a confirmation bias. You always think you're right. And like this may be a platform for us. Uh, the podcast to you guys who are listening but at the end of the day it is a conversation so it's like it doesn't matter if your views are agreeing or disagreeing with our views it's like as long as we can have a productive conversation that pushes us closer towards the truth whatever that is in my sense or your sense then that's what we're looking for Uh, yeah I feel like like as long as you're coming from like a place of like compassion and like good intentions then
1: then you can always have a, a civil discussion, you yeah. know. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. Honesty for the sure. The yeah. I yeah. think a lot of people like nowadays with like the polarization that we're seeing seeing, um, people just want to be right, you know, and I mean I don't like wanna think that I'm any better at that. Like I mean I need to like
0: try to be open too, but a lot of people just want to prove themselves right. And not right seems like the climate of just our society as right now it's not a discussion as to here's my outlook there's your outlook let's have a conversation it's more okay I understand where you're coming from but like I genuinely believe you're not wrong so I don't really or you're not right so I don't really want to hear what you have to say and I feel like that's just counterintuitive to just humans in general because like at the end of the day they they say a bunch of hands are more than a few, you know. What is she saying? I don't know what <laughs> I'm looking for, now, but
2: that's why I'm trying to exactly. get it. At the of end of the day,
0: if, if we're all yeah. working together, we're going to get more done than yeah. if I was trying to do things on my own. So I feel like it's the same way with knowledge. It's like, I'm willing to hear you out as long as you're willing to hear me out. Mm. Actually, I- yeah. I, I, you go. I think we'll... Uh... Yeah, I think we'll get into this more like in later episodes, but like a big thing is like like the individual like
2: individuality. Like if you're thinking of someone as an individual, then you can listen to them and have a have a discussion with them. Like as like a human to another human. Yeah,
1: right. You're not just kinda talking at that like ideas level, like two ideas clashing. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, I understand what you're coming, or at least I think I understand where you're coming from there. It's just like, you're respecting who I am, I'm respecting who you are, and like the idea that we're not uh, trying to bash one another, you know. Yeah. But um, when it comes to some other things that I just want out of this, I think it's really important that I'm helping myself through my own thoughts, mm. um, you know, like... At the end of the day, not everybody has a way to put their voice out there in the world. And it's like, I don't really know what the truth is. I don't really know what the truth I'm searching for is, but I know I am searching for knowledge. And I know that being able to talk to as many people as I can will be a way to do that, legitimizing other people's ideas. So it doesn't matter your skin color, it doesn't matter your race, it doesn't matter your sexual orientation, as long as you're respecting my ideas then I'm respecting your ideas no doubt so I feel like just like one thing I feel like is like the pursuit of the truth for the sake like of
2: itself might be um, kind of a not the best task but I mean like really our our main goal is like um, to develop like a personal philosophy like so you can get through the like really apply it and i think we'll try
1: and like keep it real real practical at all times yeah try and stay as much
2: like as much as we can away from like that just abstract ideas
1: yeah yeah for sure i think we need to like bring a lot of practice practicality at least that's what i'm looking to do like make a real difference in people's lives you know yeah i think ideas are kind of the worst list like you only have so much time you gotta like talk about stuff
0: that's gonna help you out you know exactly uh real-time solutions to real-time problems. Yeah.
1: Evan, why do you think it's important to have a personal philosophy? Um, I mean,
2: generally, like, you just... If you... Like, mostly when you, like, hit hard times in life, which, no doubt, everyone will face. No uh, doubt. If not, like, during their life, like, at the time of death, you're... You can't just go through like it, if you hit hard time with, with no strong foundation you'll just it'll just crush you
1: mm-hmm. no doubt yeah you won't be able to recover from that um oh yeah but just
2: what we were talking about about the like practicality it just reminded me of this like this buddhist teaching um like the parable of the poison arrow
1: that like um so this guy gets shot by a poisoned arrow okay and the surgeon rushes
2: to treat him And before he lets the surgeon treat him he asks like oh who shot the arrow how tall was he what was the arrow made out of all this stuff that's irrelevant Mm.
0: um but just i just thought that was like a really good way of putting like we just just focus on dealing with what is the issue exactly right yeah
1: that's a good that's a good way to put it i like that
0: (laughs) i agree with you that's cool yeah who shot the poison arrow um I think another thing when it comes to the importance of the personal philosophy, uh, without it, what are you going to base your moral judgments on? Like, at the end of the day, everybody needs to have that line that you're either willing to cross or you're not willing to cross. Um, so I think it's just a good way to keep yourself in check, um, when it comes to your everyday actions, but also your thoughts and the influences that you put out into the world. Yeah, I think that's a
1: good point. It's, it's like you really have any morals if you don't know what they are exactly yeah
2: yeah and like like also that kind of same thing like you don't know what you like value
0: until it like comes into a conflict with something else and if you haven't actually decided what you what you value you might like make the wrong decision mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i mean I guess that the next question would be like, how do you isolate, what do you value, you know? Um, Other people may value, if we're talking in terms of the truth, they may value a scientific truth over a religious truth. And I think one of the important things is that we're here to recognize all truths. You know what I'm saying? It's like, as long as, um, well, okay. Let me rewind. We're here to recognize all truths, but it's like nobody ultimately knows what the truth is, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of, like, what we're trying to do, right, is, like, we're valuing the truth above everything else, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's, like, a really old idea, like, all the way, like, from Christianity and stuff. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, I
2: feel like that's, like, one of those things that you can't really reason your way into, Yeah. You know?
1: it's like, it's just it's, kind of self-evident
2: i wouldn't even say like self-evident like more like faith where i i don't know, I kind of hesitate to say faith-based but like an axiom that like you have to start somewhere
1: mm-hmm. right? right yeah yeah that's a good point so
2: like i feel like the truth is a good place to
1: to start <laughs> yeah yeah especially like it'd be hard to think of a better one so yeah. yeah
0: so when it comes to the personal philosophy we wanted to talk about some real-world issues that we're seeing some reasons why we feel the need that uh, to acknowledge the fact that everybody should have a personal philosophy but not only that like to acknowledge the fact that we are coming forward to voice that and the our, our own opinions about it because it's so important um, right now especially with everything that's going on in 2020, 2021, with the coronavirus, the pandemic, everybody seems pretty hopeless. Um, A lot of people are having troubles when it comes to the economy, when it comes to familial troubles being trapped in situations that they literally can't get out of because they're not allowed to travel. So um, a really big thing that we wanna focus on is combating nihilism and these tendencies to think that life is hopeless and there's nothing out there for us yeah for sure yeah Evan you want to talk about that yeah I really feel like um, that is like coming from like a, a distancing from like religion especially a religious ideas
1: yeah that like people just since there's no more like uh, religion in most of the culture that's just seems like there's no meaning and I don't think that's necessarily true right yeah 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 for sure like move like away from religion like into atheism and like or like hyper rationality type thinking has definitely like seen an increase in like hopelessness i think
0: yeah i would say especially because in the times where the bible was seen to be the word of god and like people were literally being um, taken from their families and they were being imprisoned for life they were being put to death for disobeying the word of god at least you had something to rely on because that was the truth ultimately if i'm abiding by the word of god then i'm living life correctly and right. it's like moving away from that it's like how do we know if we're living the right life it's like yeah without that like like people before
1: maybe like life was shitty mm-hmm. but at least they have god but yeah. now our like material needs are met for the most part exactly like there's that emptiness that people are feeling I yeah think- Like, just the same thing once, like, once you get into hard
2: times, like, like, like I said before, just that if you don't have anything to lean on, it's it's gonna go horribly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really easy to start descending. Once you, like, get down there, it's even harder to get out.
0: Yeah. So do you think in this culture, since we are, like, like you said, Kale, like, we're materialistically sufficient, the fact that we have access to all of this information... What do you think is limiting people from seeing this spirituality, this religious truth, this side of things? Do you think it was just a cultural shift, um, like away from believing that God's word is the truth, or do you think there was some other influences towards that? Uh, yeah, just like it. Um, I feel like it really comes out of like the the hyper hyper rational like scientific way of thinking, which. Obviously, it has had its benefits in our like uh, material wealth,
1: um, but like I th- this was kind of Nietzsche's idea that like like Christianity kind of killed itself. That mm-hmm. like the, the stress on the truth, um, like killed God basically. Right. They kind of confined it too much. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah. Like they were like we we're the only ones that have the truth, and then they kind of blew it all up for everybody trying to yeah
0: Yeah. okay so if we're coming from the perspective of combating nihilism what's our first our first move when it comes to advising people it's like especially in times like this because what's getting you through the day what are you looking forward to outside of our materialistic things that you know is helping you right now in our situation Uh, yeah, I mean, like,
2: specifically, like, a, a meditation practice, really, really important to me. Um, yeah, just, like, ha- having that and, like, realizing that, um, I mean, one of the main things is that negative emotions aren't, aren't permanent at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would say that's kind of more the specific, like, real, like, practical level, um, but also just, like, in a wider, like, more philosophical way that um that like
1: life isn't horrible like Mm -hmm. that's just kind
2: of how people choose to view it yeah
1: you have a choice yeah for sure yeah what about you um i mean for me it's i mean it's hard for sure obviously as it is for everybody but you know i just try to put my faith in god or like Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it like reality is kind of out of your hands. Right. So it really only comes down to realizing that. Yeah. For me, like I really notice when I try to control things, that's when it starts to get bad. And Mm -hmm. once I kind of like relinquish control, it's It's a lot easier easier, easier. because you don't have control
0: in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, Kale and I are in a really special situation because we live in a house with three of our very good friends. So it's not like that social aspect has been robbed for us, but I think outside of that for the people who are going through things like that, for me, it's really helpful to be able to read other people's thoughts and to have the freedom to comment on them. I keep a journal, that's where I keep most of my comments, I, I try and keep commenting on personal things online to a minimum, but when it comes to collecting my thoughts I keep them in a journal. But with social media being so big right now, I know a lot of people do use social media as a form to interact, as a form to express their opinions and to sh- throw their truth out there into the world. So I'm just I'm wondering, do you think everybody is getting that equal opportunity? Are people's truths being shown um, equal amounts on every side of the spectrum when it comes to social media? Uh, uh, sorry, just like kind of sidetrack yeah go ahead part, go like, ahead um, like another thing I feel like that really like fell away with like the, the turn away from religion was that sense of like community you know like uh, especially people are noticing especially now the, the importance of um,
1: like having a community and people that think like you and people to support you yeah yeah for uh, sure so I think that was still like a problem before the with the coronavirus lockdown um, but it's especially emphasized now Like, with the, like, those religious communities, like, kind of going to shit, because people, like, have to find something else to belong to, like, whether that's, like, politics or race or any number of bad things, Mm -hmm. so, I've heard people say, like, you're gonna be a slave to something, yeah, it's just, you choose what it is, so, what's gonna
0: control you, yeah, okay, and might as well be the highest good, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think, personally, that's really scary, just to sit there, you, you don't really know what you're gonna fill that void with, right? So, I think, at the end of the day, it may be circling back to what we started our conversation about, but that's the whole point, is like, being able to talk about these things, I feel like that is the way to find this sense of community. What are you and I, going to be connected on outside of religion now well if we didn't have a conversation how the heck are we supposed to know you no. know what I'm saying for sure yeah. it's all about finding
1: common ground I think yeah and I think that's like one of the main reasons why we want to start the our first episode on free speech mm-hmm. it's like it's so important to like or you can't have a community if you can't talk right exactly Except if somebody says something and you're just like oh you're a horrible person I don't want to talk to you don't say anything mm-hmm. that's in like
0: and specifically um, us being Canadian if we're living in a true democracy where free speech is encouraged and openly like it is a a charter or a right and a freedom in our country then it feels like at any point you cannot be um, putting your words out there to get in the way of somebody else spreading their words spreading their truth I think at the end of the day as humans, that one-on-one conversation, that topic we were talking about earlier, if you're going to acknowledge that when you're having a conversation with somebody face-to-face, do the same thing when it comes to social media. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a big thing, like, with social media and, um, like, people spending more and more, more of their time on there is that, like,
2: it turns people into objects. hmm yeah. Like, it's not like you're t- actually talking to someone, you're, it's just a name and all um, Screen,
0: yeah, that's true.
2: So, we really have to like try and get back to like really just loving each other,
0: you know, fight that dissociation. It's like we're all people, uh, we may not all look the same, but I mean, we all went through the same life more or less,
2: more the same than different,
0: exactly. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do
1: with like seeing people like for the who they truly are, not like seeing past the superficial stuff, Mm -hmm. like obviously like skin color and stuff like that but also like your ideas opinions and like yeah going past that and seeing people like as humans
0: yeah and it's like with this hyper realistic society that you guys have been talking about if somebody wanted to argue that just because two people of different races have different skin colors makes them different like that's just not the truth like genetically we are um closer hundred percent then we are um, different when it comes to everything there is two pigments that change the melanin factors depending on where you live you melanin and melanin. so it doesn't genetically and scientifically if that's your argument your arguments invalid so. yeah. yeah sorry just as like a, a little like disclaimer I feel like we should just kind of acknowledge that like some of these differences are significant
1: yeah but just like we can discuss the differences while remembering that we're mostly the same. And I feel like it's the, the important thing. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. You have to kind of hold both at yeah. the same time. Yeah. But I think we're kind of too far on,
0: we're too different right now. Exactly. Thank <laughs> so. you. Yeah. Well, um, when it comes to, like Kale said, where we're going, uh, future direction, um, The first episode we're leaning towards free speech and censorship and like the world is showing us why this is necessary from the start of the coronavirus the lockdown that started in March of 2020 going into all of the injustice and the just hectics that are going down in the United States um, when it comes to black lives matter when it comes to um, Radicalizing both sides of the political spectrum fueling the fire all of this is just like it's leading to people feeling like they don't have the ability to speak their truth because This culture of fake news and this culture this cancel culture that people are trying to establish They're trying to silence other people um, who disagree with them and, like, it doesn't matter if you disagree. You need to be able to voice that truth. No doubt. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I think that, um, like, the cancel culture and what was that? Oh, mi- misinformation. Like, mm-hmm. the cancel culture and misinformation. It's kind of like a one-two punch, you know? Exactly. Like, like you're getting hit with all this stuff and you don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. And then so if you kind of, like, take it as truth and you're wrong, then it's it's worse. Exactly. Because so you don't cause really know have to have believe anymore. Clash. <laughs> yeah.
0: What about you, Evan? Do you think, like, right now, spent is uh, censorship and free speech is one of the most important things going on?
2: Yeah, I'd say definitely one of the top issues that we're facing. Um, yeah, like, honestly, I feel like Jordan, Jordan Pearson's stance on, on free speech is, like, I think he's got it like right on that it's, like, really a clash of, like, fundamental values. Okay. So I think that's really, really important that everyone examines like what is actually valuable to them
0: yeah no doubt alright so just some final words I'm just gonna give the microphone to Evan
2: alright yeah I just wanted to say I'm super excited to be doing this hopefully some good will come of it we maybe even help someone um
1: but yeah looking forward to it yeah no doubt me I've got I've got a quote for you guys um it's from my philosophy professor Joseph Weeb. We're talking about, you know, like people are talking about cultural revolution right now, so we we're talking a little bit about that. And he said it is much more rare for people to prepare for the revolution by making themselves worthy of it. So I think that's kinda of what we're trying to do is
0: make ourselves worthy of a revolution, you know? Sit on that. Boom. <laughs> um for me, I'm just going to give a recommendation. I know, uh, especially through the first lockdown, it was really, really tough for me uh, sorting out the positivity in the world, being trapped in the cold and not being able to get out of the house. So, The Power of Positive Thinking is a book by Norman Vincent Peale that I read this year that uh, it really helped reframe um, the way I perceived the world and the way I re- to the situations that were coming around to me. And another thing, just to keep your guys' interest, if you're looking for uh, something to watch when it comes to just factual conversations on controversial topics, go check out Stephen Crowder on YouTube, uh, the Change My Mind series. I know Kale's watched a lot of it. I've watched a lot of it. I absolutely love it. It's a good way for me to keep my opinions in check with real facts from both sides of the spectrum. So. No doubt. Yeah, we'll talk at you guys next week, and I really hope this goes somewhere. So, I'll catch you later. Excited, let's go. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Bah, cut!